welcome to the Do Life Different podcast hosted by 1128 Community. We want to help you do life different with bold prayers, living generously, and rest. Rest is about being with God, spending time with God, and my hope is that these 10 minutes allow you to be with God, to find rest and a refreshed way of doing life with God. In Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, in the message version, Jesus says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. God, thank you for quiet and for times to slow down. Thank you for being a God who wants to help us rest. Help us connect with you. Help us hear from you. Help us share what's on our heart. So today, we are going to use a book of the Bible, specifically a chapter in a book of the Bible, to help us listen and reflect and pray. And we are going to read from Philippians. This is a letter written from Paul to the church in Philippi. And today, we are going to read from Philippians chapter 3. And although we're on chapter 3, this session is standalone and you do not have needed to listen to chapter one and two first, although you can go back and find those on our podcast. So today, in chapter three, I will read the entire chapter first. Then I will go back, read chapter three again, and as I read it the second time, I'll stop, give prompts to reflect on, maybe something, something to think about or pray about, Or sometimes just encourage you to stop and breathe and remember a truth. Here is chapter 3 and what Paul writes. Whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things, and I do it to safeguard your faith. Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. For we who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort, though I could have confidence in my own effort if anyone could. Indeed, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I'm a pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of of Benjamin, a real Hebrew if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without a fault. I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have discarded everything else, 
counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with him depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another I will experience the resurrection from the dead. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. If you disagree on some point, I believe God will make it plain to you, but we must hold on to the progress we have already made. Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. For I have told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things, and they think only about this life here on earth. But we are citizens of heaven, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our Savior. He will take our weak, mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. So now we will go back to the start of chapter 3 and read it slowly. Paul says, Whatever happens, my my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. Take a moment and just rejoice think about good things or tell God that God is good, take a moment and feel that joy. Paul continues, watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. For we who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort. And take a moment and tell God or recognize, think about how you know that you are not saved, that you are not free by anything that you have done on your own. There's no human effort. Take a moment and think about that. Then, in the next part of the letter, Paul talks about how he was circumcised, how he was a member of the tribe of Benjamin, how he was a Hebrew that followed the law of the Old Testament without a fault. And then in verse 7, Paul says, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing 
Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. Take a moment. And we've already been thinking about how it's nothing on our human effort. And it's not about the rules that we follow or the things that we do right. But that it's about being one with God. Paul knew that he was not saved, that his life was not different because of him following the rules or what he had done. And take a moment and recognize that your life, that our lives are not different because of how we follow the rules, but rather that that we are one and connected with God. Ask God to help you stay connected and be one. Then Paul writes, I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, talking about their perfection, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. As we reflect right here, I want you to remember first that Paul he persecuted, he killed Christians, and he could have gotten stuck on that past. But instead, Paul writes here, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. You might feel like you have mistakes in your past that are hard to look forward and to continue forward from. But let's use Paul's words And let's ask God to help us forget the past and help us look forward to what lies ahead. Paul then says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Imagine a race and running and ask God to give you that endurance to keep pressing on to help you forget the past and look what's ahead. Then Paul says, Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. For I have told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross, that they are headed for destruction. They brag about shameful things and they think about only this life here on earth. But we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own. And take a moment. Think about how we do not belong on earth, that we don't need to be consumed by life around us, 
but instead we are citizens, that we belong to heaven. And if we think daily about how we belong to heaven, that will change our perspective on the struggles and problems around us. Not necessarily taking them away, but change our perspective. God, thank you for making us citizens of heaven. Thank you for helping us forgetting the past and looking towards what's ahead. And thank you that we do not have to follow rules and meet a certain checklist in order to be in your grace and in relationship with you. Help us stay connected and one with you. Amen. Thanks so much for joining along today. I hope you have a great rest of your day.